Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Killbox Podcast. As always, I am Derek, and I am joined by Sam. Hello. And Lewis. Hi. Uh, what you fail to believe, we are not dead. The corona has not gotten us. Yet. Uh, Yet. It's kind of awkward when JonTron manages to put out more content than we do. But, you know. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but yeah, we're here. Sorry about that. I got a new job. It's been sucking up too much time. But now we managed to get into the swing of things again. And this past week has been a pretty big one. So let's, uh, let's jump into that before we get into the big swing of things. Uh, Risk of Rain 2's release date has been delayed, even though it's been in early access forever and a day now for the past few months. Um, they were planning on launching in August, but due to COVID, they want to take a little bit more time, which I say more power to them because the game is fantastic so far. Uh, EA released uh, the classic Command & Conquer games. I believe it's the first two or three on Steam in a remastered fashion uh, to celebrate uh, Command & Conquer's 25th anniversary. And along with that, they have also released the, uh, the source code for those games. So players can make mods and new maps for those classic fun TRPGs or uh, tabletop strategies, whatever you want to call them. Strategy uh, or real-time strategy. RTSs, yeah. RTSs. It's been so yeah. long. I only play. I really focused on Red Alert Two and Yuri's Revenge, to be honest. Um, Man, mods for those would be cool. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be interesting. A new fan project will bring back the original Xbox Live for Xbox games. Uh, it's been over half a decade since Xbox Live for the original Xbox platform was discontinued on April 15, 2015. Uh, but in an announcement post on Reddit, Insignia is revealed with a video showing someone logging into uh, or onto online services that is said to be the original Xbox hardware. The team claims that using Insignia will not require any modifications or patches in order to be used. Both stock and modded Xbox consoles should work. So if you want the original Xbox Live for your Xbox One or Series X, it's now here. That sounds great. I don't know why you would want that, to be honest. It's yeah. such Why not? It's such a clunky platform. It was pretty clunky. I think I only got on it once or twice. Yeah. Uh, and now we are getting a little bit further into... Uh, we're now... What? We're now May? We are now yep. a big uh, post on... Yep. Into May. A big post on Artez Lorian says they are really now focusing on trying to aim for June for a big release on Red's core book. And nice. with that, nice. Monster Mini Fight Club has already started releasing their Cyberpunk Red Minis. They uh, gladly sent us theirs. They, from what I can tell, they are injection molded, very high quality detail. They sent us seven, including uh, a little miniature of Mike Pondsmith himself, the creator, as a maximum Mike, and looks like he's a... Uh, a cop, a detective with his trusty dog. 
We also got uh, Tech, Netrunner, two different types of fighters, and a Rocker Girl. All of them are very high quality. All of them look really, really fun to paint because yep. in our hiatus, Lewis and I have gotten recently into Warhammer. And uh, painting has been a new... Derek got Lewis into Warhammer. (laughs) We're not going to point fingers here. Oh, Uh, yes, we are. But these look like a lot of fun to paint. They're really high-detailed miniatures. I think the average pack is going for $30, which is a Mm -hmm. decent bit. But you get five characters usually with each pack. Uh, They have everything ranging from cops, thugs, uh, player characters, and really, really good quality stuff. I was kind of skeptical at first, but now that I have them in my hand, I can honestly recommend these minis. They are really, really cool and really, really fun, and I can't wait to put them on the tabletop. Especially because uh, you guys know the second red comes out, we're doing a campaign. So, yeah. So um, the the packs do they come like themed? Like these are all cops, these are all thugs, or are they like mixed? Yes. Yeah, so let me pull this open for us so I can read out what PAX Monster actually has available. We have let's go into what Oh, don't give me pop-ups, please. So they have a bunch of all of them. It looks like they also have a serial killer mini, which is kind of cool. has a sword. But they have one for every class. They have... (laughs) They just updated their website. But they have everything ranging from normal day citizens. It looks like they've also started doing... uh... Oh, what do you want to call it? different gangs and they added in the bozos if you remember the clown gang so there's now clown evil clown miniatures which is kind of funny uh they have cops they have detectives normal gangs fixers so they have one of every class it looks like and then they have alternate gender swaps of every class which is neat uh yeah so yeah multiple variations on all of those or what do they have multiple variations on all the classes, you said? Uh, gender swaps primarily. But they come in different sets. So the first set, you have the jumpstart set first, which comes with a fixer, rocker girl, net, a male, the male variation of the net runner, uh, a male techie, and a female uh, thug, or not a, a your female hired arm and then it continues going from there because i think they have what one two three different variations of the uh team monster set so that's like what your player characters can be then they're selling maximum mike and his uh mastiff for 15 dollars the serial killer goes for 10 so they have a bunch of named characters in here as well the rocker girl that we got looks like her name is 
uh, Nox Aria and uh, the cyberpunk red uh, gun with the uh, bayonet. His name is Paladin. So that's really cool. Fun stuff. Uh, Monster Fight Club. I they I didn't really know this before, but they do a bunch of terrain stuff and they always have a Kickstarter going on. But they have investigation, sets, police. So keep an eye out on their website because it looks like they're going to be pumping out a ton of red minis. And from what I can see, it's honestly worth the money. It's, it's some good stuff here. Um, yeah, go check them out. And I'll leave a link in the, uh, the podcast description so you can go check them out. On to main topic of discussion. Saturday, we had a live stream from games the fellas at Warhammer Community in England mm-hmm. announcing yep. Warhammer 40k 9th edition. Yeah. Now, Lewis and I have been playing, getting pretty heavily into Warhammer 8th. We've been slowly building up our armies. I think you and I are both at what? Right, because... Yeah, something like that. So, yeah, we're just getting started. 650, yeah. yeah. Uh, It's kind of hard to get anything because the factory shut down due to COVID because they want anything. They uh, they switched it over to producing medical supplies. So they could help with the COVID relief, which was nice. Um, And anything in stock, it went away in like the first week. Oh, it all ran out so fast. Yeah, it went it went quick. So, along with this, it comes with some really cool new things. Uh, the main focus on the new Big Bad is no longer really Chaos. It is now the Necrons, which they yeah. haven't really been focused on since, what, 4th edition? 3rd, 4th edition? Something like that. Yeah, it was like 4th edition. It was an older edition. Yeah. So, they haven't really had a mon- uh, any real focus in a while. So, they're going to be getting a ton of new models, which they desperately need. And it's starting with, uh, they revamped the Warriors, the Necrom Warriors, which are your average unit. And then we saw some heavy units. It looks like they're going to be getting their own form of Titans. And just a mm-hmm. ton of stuff is going to be just pushed through this year. So if anybody's a Necrom player or has any general interest in Necrons, this is definitely going to be your year. And I got to say, the yeah. sculpts? Um uh, the sculpts for these guys look badass as all hell. I they really do. dig the new. Uh, what's it called? That kind of makes sense, uh, lore-wise, like going from Chaos to Necrons, because the only group that can really like definitively stop them are the Necrons. Yeah. Because they're an- they're anti-warp. Yeah. So that kind of yep. makes sense lore-wise. And then it, continuing on this thread, the next would be uh, Eldar. Because they're like the anti Necron. The main antagonist for Necrons. Yeah. Or Orc. Orc haven't gotten a lot in a while. So how this is gonna work is there is no definitive release date for ninth edition, but for it we have the upcoming Psychic Awakening series, which I think are three separate books. First one is gonna be Machine Machine War? I think it's it's going to be focused on the Adeptus Titanicus 
and the Adeptus Mechanicus and Chaos. And then, uh, All right. then you, I forget the second one, who it's going to be on. Because I know the third one is going to be focused on the Silent King uh, coming up. And that's going to be the main prequel. But all three, uh, story-wise, all three are going to be going into uh, building up towards Ninth Edition. The good thing about all these, both Psychic Awakenings, our codexes, ever, all our books except for the Eighth Edition, will be carrying over. Apparently, Ninth is going to be super streamlined, so we don't need to worry about really buying any new books. I know. Uh, Space. I think it was Ultramarines just got a book like half a year ago, so I know a lot yep. of players would be really. Somebody upset. just got a book, yeah. Yeah, a lot of players would be upset if they had to get another one. Uh, um, the you saying the codexes transfer over and all this other supplementary stuff makes it sound like the uh, rules for eighth and ninth aren't going to be too much different. Like if all the stuff in the codex is the same. Well. It's gonna It'll be, probably be simplifying a lot of things or combining, you know. Well, 8th edition, ninth edition's going to be building off of 8th because 8th's pure purpose was to streamline 40k and they almost did it to it. a disadvantage because 40k is so easy to play, but there it isn't as complex as it used to be. Kind of like how you mm. were yeah. like on the field, like you like vision cones on terrain. You can see me from halfway across the field, and so like terrain mm. rules are going to be changed and modified. Um, tank is getting a huge buff, which I know you you and I discussed before, where tanks are now going to be able to fire in combat. Appreciate that, yeah. That's I feel like yeah, I'll appreciate be, that. Tanks are now new meta because. Anybody with a Lehman Russ army is just going to be able to wreck. Because uh, yeah. now they can fire twice in a single round. It does. Do you know if it specifies tanks or if it specifies just vehicles can do that now? Because if it's it vehicles, is. then vehicles are going to be I well, vehicles are busted. Kind of busted. If you have different guns, you can fire those guns. They called out tanks yeah. in the stream. So... Mm. That's that's I know there's I wonder I wonder if they're gonna points. be I wonder if they're gonna be uh splitting vehicles up into different classes. That would be nice. That would because I think right now it's like just it was, it's just vehicle. It's like vehicle infantry. That's the split. Oh wait, here we go. According to spikybits.com, the new edition will drop in September. So it's act they have a few months. But all right, so we got a, a summer lot, to. Uh... That's a lot closer than I thought. Yeah, I was hoping it would be coming like Decemberish, but mm -hmm. that makes that more sense. Probably means that it's not going to be too much different from the eighth edition rule set. I I yeah, doubt it. Probably get away with gonna be, It's going to be eighth, but with a little bit more, because they were talking about like. Certain things are gonna make more. Eight point five. No, yeah. kind of like an eight point five. Like, all right, eighth is this eighth plus all the supplementary material plus this new stuff plus like revising eighth. 
Because I think Games Workshop releases a new edition every three to four years. I think the longest running edition was like seven. And that was first edition. So it makes sense that it's about time for a new edition to come out. And uh, well, it's kind of nice that they're not just reworking everything and going, all right, this brand new edition, you have to buy all new stuff. I mean, it doesn't make sense for them to do that. Uh, one of the big thing I did kind of want to hear, and I know a lot of people were upset about this on the forums, is uh, what are you guys' thoughts on the new rework of the logo? Because the logo hasn't been changed in eh. 20 years. Eh. I, it, it doesn't bother me. It's that's I'm not their thing. By it. It's not like really bad. I like. Uh, I did see one thing. I did see one thing that does kind of offend me. It's if you look at the R at the very end, it cuts over the line, so it makes it like the whole, whole the Warhammer is inside, like the within the Aquila, and then just the edge of the R is outside of it, and it, it bugs me. Like somebody it's... pointed it out, and it's like, all right, great. It... No, it's not. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it it's barely not... manages to stay inside, but it doesn't. Yeah, it's that. It's the fact. It's the, oh, that's what it is. It's the fact that it's so close on that side and not the other side, because the R kicks out. The W yeah. goes along with it, and the R kicks out. And it's like, oh, that that's that's annoying. If uh, it's not, it's not even on the in like if you look at a blown up version of the new logo it actually has space but when it's like smaller it looks like it doesn't mm-hmm. it could have been a smaller version of it whereas like weirdly proportioned yeah but yeah no it has plenty of space i like it it adds a new cool animation we got a badass trailer to go along with it um what are you guys uh, thoughts on that, that animated trailer it was really cool. Uh, they probably could have. It's let's see, what was it? It started out with guardsmen shooting at uh, Necrons and getting slaughtered. Yes. And then a sister of battle shows up and uh, pretty much saves the day for those guys. And then a space marine shows up and saves our ass. And then a whole bunch of uh, Suritas and Astartes show up and fight a bunch of Necrons. Yes. Yep. All the new Necrons. Oh my gosh. The new designs the, of the Necrons. The trailer... Oh, it looks great. The the uh, the trailer made it seem like it was going to be Necrons, Space Marines, and Sisters getting stuff. I don't think so. So it was kind of... The Sororitas just haven't been showed off too much, but they did get a ton of new models last year. That's probably what they were doing, yeah. So... I like mean, hey, remember we just gave. They just don't get a lot just of. Just about a whole bunch of shit. Um, I think they're starting to get more. I mean, as long as they kind of slow down, because that was the one thing I did kind of like irk me when it was like big focus on Necrons. Okay, Space Marine fans, we know you're going to complain. Have your model. <laughs> as yeah, much as that I was really kind like of that new Marine model. It's just like. Really? You don't need to like Yeah, it's like real really guys, they have how many? Each chapter has like a hundred and four models. Which, which when is you think ridiculous. About it is ridiculous. Yeah. 
I mean, if they're unique models, that's one thing. Like, Space Wolves have this unique tank that's only for Space Wolves. Uh, Blood Ravens have this unique whatever for them. Blood Angels have this. You know, each of the chapters have one specific thing that's for them, and your infantry or whatever can be. Nope, all the packs are different. Blood Ravens get uh, uh, Gabriel Angelos. Yeah, that's their unique. Well, unit. heroes, heroes is one thing, but but uh, like unique unit though, like like tank your vehicles and your infantry. It's like all right, let's face it, it's all pretty much the same. It's just painted different colors. There's I know they do get some. But, you know, well, space there is are but... probably the most visually different. Yeah. Because they have the fur pelts, I I know they. Yeah, that's why I called out space walls. They ride up. It's like them night lords, and I don't think I can think of anybody else. I'd probably like the chaplain model that, but he's interchangeable. Yeah, but like you know, blood ravens and, and ultramarines, their tactical marines are physically the pretty much the same. Yes. They're just painted different colors. But overall oh. cool stuff. I, they're adding a lot of things that make things realistic. Like uh, That's the cool. tank things we've Vision cones, done. yeah. Vision cones are now wildly different, which now allows you to you know, um, sneak up on your enemies. Which mm -hmm. thoroughly enjoyable because uh, when I, for instance, when I play you, Lewis, it's kind of annoying when I sneak like across. Artillery. Not just artillery. And I can just like, rain artillery on you. Yeah, that's actually kind of annoying. Yeah. Because in... I wonder how they're going to implement artillery into that. Like if, okay, somebody has to see it for the artillery to be able to hit it. Yeah. Because, like, artillery seeing it, that's not the point of artillery. Like, artillery is supposed to sit, you know, way in the back and kind of do their thing. I mean, you could probably, like, blind, blind fire... But yeah, there has to be a certain like minus because you're blinding, like you're shooting blindly. Like you, because yeah. in terms um, of like realistic play, like when you think about it, these models are fighting in a large city. Like, right? That's how we have our yeah, set up. Yeah. It doesn't make I think, sense. I think that the last time we did it, it was a. Yeah. It I think the last time we did it, it looked more like a. Yeah, it was kind of a city scape. Yeah, because it's like... Well, we never got a chance to play last time. It doesn't make much sense that you could see me from, like, five miles away. And, like, yeah. that's how the scale usually acts with a game table. I think it's a little less than that. It's 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 about one-to-one -one scale. I mean, it's hero scale, but the models are... to scale. The weapons aren't. Well, yeah. No, I'm just saying it's like there is definitely like a size differential in how like mm -hmm. when you bring things down to scale, realistically, you shouldn't be able to see other characters across the map. You might be able to see like yeah, a large yeah, I get what you're saying. Gray tank. Like you might be able yeah, to it's see like okay, that's us coming your way, but like, not oh, that's person. not our tank. Let's shoot something at it. Because, again, in the sense of, like, a city, there's rubble, there's 
smoke, there's supposed to be a whole bunch of stuff going on that should impair your soldier's vision. Yeah. Unless it's like... I actually kind of like how they how they showed that at the beginning of the trailer where it's like the three guardsmen are sitting there, they pop up, and there's just smoke. Yeah. And the Necrons are behind them. Behind the smoke. And it's like, oh, yeah, look at that. Like, unless a particular... I know it's probably just part of the trailer, but... Unless a particular model is a sniper. Where they have, like, it already you yeah. have a bonus in your data sheet. It shouldn't necessarily mm-hmm. apply. And there's another... Uh, YouTuber, uh, Warhammer YouTuber, I like to watch Lupin, where he was talking about like, now that they're adding better terrain rules, I wonder if they're gonna bring back Xenos terrain rules from uh, first edition, where not only will you have to worry about battling your the other player across your table from you, you also need to worry about Xenos that also inhabit that table. Like so, like just you... stuff that's wandering around. Yeah, so kind of remember how in Titanfall one, where it was like you versus the enemy team, and then there was also wildlife. Imagine like it would be kind of like there's that, that, that extra stuff that fights you. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like you're facing on like you're on playing on Catachan, and it's like you versus the enemy person in the jungle, and then all of a sudden like a like an alien jaguar actually it's more like it's more like you and katachan would be more like you and the enemy versus the jungle and whoever survives wins the battle still i thought that was because it's a death world an interesting kind of viewpoint where it's like that would be kind of cool where it's like i always yeah i always go to the stupidest xenos thing where it's like the sand clams like you would you're battling somebody on a desert planet and then all of a sudden like Sand clams come out of nowhere and start killing your guys. A giant sandworm, or or like sandworms. Oh my god, we're on Arrakis. Yes, just make it dune. You're fighting, and all of a sudden, tremors. Yeah. <laughs> I just think that's an interesting, like another interesting thing that could kind of play into the game. You know where? Yeah. Oh, what yeah. would be interesting is if you had the third person like you and I are going and then Sam shows up with wildlife and he's just controlling the wildlife. That would be fun. He's like, all right, all right, it's your turn. All right, it's my turn. All right, wildlife goes. Okay, it's your turn. My turn. Wildlife goes. Knowing how good Sam is with tactics, that'd actually make the game kind of scary. That would make it terrifying, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, another cool thing that they now added I wonder is... why none of you guys play me online. <laughs> is the uh is the story mode that they're adding into ninth edition called crusade mode which they haven't shown off a lot but the normal way how we usually play is uh it's who could kill each other's players the most or the fastest whoever last man standing wins one of us just goes up fuck it yeah yeah uh but normal 40k there's like objectives missions that you can also play kind of to add a narrative mm-hmm. to your games and crusade mode's going to be basing is going to be building off of that so from what i've gathered is you start off with a small squad and then each battle matters where you have a certain objective you're supposed to do a certain mission and then if you complete that mission you win the game and then in your next game, you have resources to add more player or add more models into your army. 
So the resources longer, than the longer the campaign of your crusade, the larger your army gets. Mm -hmm. So, like, you, you both start out with, like, let's say 100 points armies. You win, you get 150 points to buff your army out, and they only get 100. Yeah, or they only get like 75. That. Something like that. So over the period of time, your armies just slowly grow. And you have more objectives mm -hmm. to do other than, like, killing, just blandly killing each other. Yeah. Which I think is kind of interesting. I like that a little bit more. Where, because you know me in terms of role-playing and D&D uh, &D and stuff like that. I'm more of a narrative person. So I adding a yeah. narrative to uh, the tabletop game well, would be a lot of fun. Well, it's kind of hard for us to do a narrative because we're both Imperium. Well, Imperium and Admech, so we're both on the same side, technically. And they don't really fight each other too much. Yeah, there could be some sort of it's like weird like, thing. like any fighting would be like just random skirmishes. It's like, hey, you have a thing I want. Fight. Yeah. Or, you know, Zinch chaos faction. Zinch has gotten into your guardsmen's minds. Or the opposite way. Yeah. yeah, I've seen stuff like that where it's Imperium versus Imperium. And it's like, uh, one's chaos or one's rebel and one's loyalist or something like that. And that's one thing that I'm happy that the focus is more on Necrons now because it Space Marines got so popular in Eighth Edition that is ended up what happened. Like that was the main thing where it's like when you were on the tables, it usually ended up being Space Marines versus Space Marines, and you didn't really see any other like faction or. It's like race. all right, yeah, yeah, because it is primarily designed to be like Xena, uh like Aldari versus Space Marines or other like uh Necrons versus the Mechanicus. Necrons versus Orcs. Yeah. Or or yeah. something like that. Or like or Eldar versus Chaos or Tyranids versus whoever. Everyone. It got kind of bland with just the uh Space Marines being literally everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Necrons like, and Chaos because even Tyranids have a line a line of what they'll eat. <laughs> and Necrons and Chaos is, is is the is the line. Yeah. We don't eat Necrons because they're not actually living, so we get nothing out of them. In Chaos, well, listen, listen, buddy. There's a line. Listen, I might be a, a world devouring bug, but I'm a world devouring bug with standards. <laughs> And that standard is not being corrupted by chaos. Exactly. Uh, and talking about standards, we now have the iconic chainsword back. Instead of using yeah. power weapons, it looks like uh, there's going to be a huge new emphasis in newer models with chain blades. Yeah, I mean, chainsword was never bad. No, I'm not. Like, it's a good thing good. to give your. Yeah, it's a, it's always a good thing to give like your squad leader or something. Because it doesn't cost an, it never costed any points, and you get a second attack for it. So it was never bad. It's just kind of. It's like, eh, it's not worth it. it. You know, it's no points, so it's. You know, I don't have to add anything to this squad. I'm yeah, excited. it's good for when you. It's good for when something charges into your unit, and uh, you like you said, it gives you another attack. Because. Uh, all your rifles are worthless once they charge in at you because the only guns you can shoot into melee are pistols. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. So, to see like for dashes, though. Yeah. Or, so or, for or my weapons old... that specify you can fire into melee, which uh, I think there's some Eldari yeah. weapons that do that, but 
Yeah. The, uh, like, for guardsmen, it's great for your... Chainswords are always great for your sergeant, because it's a pistol and a chainsword, so he's got three attacks. Yep. While the rest of your guards just have their bit rifles with bayonets, so they go, eh. oh, didn't do anything. Oh, I guess I'll die. Have you guys seen any models that you would like to take to Kitbash so far? Um... Actually, when I was at work, there was a guy there who, uh, for a little while, who was into Warhammer, and we were talking, and I was like, one of the things that I thought would be kind of cool is kitbashing uh, guardsmen with Eldari weapons, or uh, Eldar and Necron weapons, okay. as like a, uh, as like, they, they just, this is the only thing they have left. Like, they're just so desperate, this is all they have left. Kind of thing, or like they're heretical guardsmen, so it doesn't matter what they use, and then just on the tabletop, just using them same as last guns. Yeah, but just for like looks, it's like, oh yeah, they're they're rebels, they're heretics. No, they don't care. But that was one thing, or like plating on, art like alien, like armor plating onto uh, tanks and crap. Yeah. I was thinking I would love to use the new Illuminator Sarah's model and uh, take his uh, the Necron power axe out of it. Um, <laughs> here, I'll post the image and uh, what do you want to call it in our chat? But I feel like you could do a lot with like that blood piece where it looks like he's sucking the blood out of out of the the poor what looks like guardsmen or Astartes. And uh, there's there's just so much you could do with that Necron model. Yeah, that Illuminator's um, model looks. So yeah, that, cool. lo that looks that looks nice. Yeah, I mean, I think I've already started. I gave one of my uh, random commissars a servo skull to like mark him out as the. Yeah, so it's like he's he's the Lord Commissar, so he gets a servo skull. Okay. Because I'm not buying a Lord Commissar model because those are expensive. It's like, oh yeah, he's important because he has a servo skull. Yeah, I'm. I'm just very excited because. Uh, oh yeah, the uh, the cover for the new engine war, along with Mach it, the machine war. The machine war, yeah. No, it, it's it's engine war. I'm oh, it's engine war. Engine war, yeah. So I thought you said there was a machine war one. It's Engine War. That's I messed up the mm. name. But so along with it, this is what the book looks like. And it looks so nice. And along with the book, you're going to. There's hmm. a new Tech Priest Manipulus model coming, which I love his design. There's going to be the Sulfur. That looks cool. Which come in two different variations. You can either get them in the Vanguard or you could get them and the ranger oh and, so are those like the um the version the uh like their cavalry their mounted cavalry yeah, their mounted cavalry and what i think is so cool is instead of horses they're robotic uh greyhounds yeah so that which because guard crazy. and uh and guard get uh rough riders and kriegers get the uh death riders yeah and then we have uh 
the Pataxi, which are just Eagle boys. Are they're a new flying unit, and they come in two different variations. A lot of this just looks like like you could see just heavy influences by like Leonardo da Vinci's designs, which is just really freaking dope. Yeah. But uh, that, the, that that it comes with wing a design, yeah. Yeah, and then they also announced. I definitely. The, uh, the yeah, I definitely new, see that in the bomber. Yeah, the uh, the new star collecting box, which now comes with an engine seer, ten Skitari rangers, and a disintegrator tank. Hmm. So that's that's going to be interesting. So it, it sounds like um, for the end of eighth, Mechanicus is getting some new stuff, and then yeah. for ninth, uh, Necrons are getting stuff. So. That sounds good. Well, I mean, something other have, than Space Marines. We're gonna have three. Uh, what do you call it? We're gonna have three Psychic Awakening books. Hmm. So. It'd be nice if uh, Guard got more Psychics, because they have, I think, two or yeah. three. Well, that's the good thing about the Imperium. You could just grab them from another army. That is true. Um. Yeah, I think Guard have. Three, they have their Psychers, uh, Astropath, and Primaris Psyker. Like, they have the leader unit. I think yep. that's it. Jeez. Yeah, I don't have much. And I mean, Space Marines have, like, five per. I don't per. have Psychers, period. <laughs> I, uh, we, the closest thing we have to Psychers is a toaster, because we believe toast comes from the warp. So, you know. It goes in, toast comes out. Must be the warp. It's uh, very deadly. So, so mechanics don't have anything that works in psychic phase? Not that I know of. Oof. I'll, uh, or at least my current RB build doesn't use the psychic phase at all. See, that's, that's the one thing is I haven't built into psychic phase, but I, I can. Like, if I wanted to, I could add psychers in there because they're not that expensive also the... do as much during the psychic phase as the tau yeah pretty much i think even necron do something during the psychic phase it's not psychic their, their leader their leader units have something that's considered psychic but not it's not really psychic but like in the lore it's not psychic but it's it happens during the psychic phase yeah it's yeah it's not real warp abilities it's something completely different but it's, on the tabletop, it's the same yeah. thing. Yeah. Even Tyranids get some uh, stuff where they go during the psychic quest. The <laughs> Nids have access to the warp, though. That's the difference. Sort of, yeah. They have literal psychers because they decided to mutate where it was convenient, where they could. They have, like, the brain bugs from Starship Troopers. That's, like, they're, that's basically their psychers. Yeah, it's, Pretty yeah. Much. The, the, I think it's like Malinthorps. They look like the brain bugs. Which is scary as all hell. They also See, Sam, you, you are brain you bugs that release... They're, they're brain bugs that release spores that make it harder for you to hit hit them. And anything within, like I think, a six-inch square. So you See, have like Sam, a, a you should play Tyranids. Them. I'll build out my guard army. And we'll have Starship a... Trooper. Starship Trooper. Starship Trooper. You know what, I mean, Sam? For your birthday, I'll just get you a start collecting box of nids. Yeah. 
Tandis is the first uh, list I ever built. Now I think I've built everything. I don't think I've built... I built. I have. I have a list for like everything. Jesus. Just I have so. a couple guards, a couple space marines, Eldar, Dark Eldar, Tau. Uh, like I said, Tyranids. I have an alternate Tyranids. Uh, I think I did a Mechanicus one. I, I basically built a, a revamped a list that Derek made. Um, so I built that kind of. Uh, and I, I think the only ones I've, the only ones I've done are. Uh... Death Corps, Guard, and uh, I think I did a Space Marine at one point. I helped, I went, oh, someone, I, I helped someone else by uh, revamping their uh, their Necron list. I think I did the same. Yeah, we helped the same person revamp their Necron list. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I mean, she uh, she's gonna, she is so happy that Necrons are getting a thing. I think this might actually give her the push to act, like get models. Like when that cycle, yeah. when things start getting revamped, she might get a stock, uh, a start collecting box. All depends yeah, how busy she is when she, because uh, now that she's at university, it's going to be very difficult for her to have free time. Kind of like me, because I decided. Kind of like all of us. Yeah, you know, have work full time and go to college full time. Yeah. Internalized screaming. Uh, but yeah, I'm very excited for the Psychic Awakening stuff. Oh, speaking of army building, another cool thing they announced was, uh, Warhammer 40k has their own dedicated website, which doesn't have a lot right now, just some newer images of newer models. And then they said coming soon is, uh, its own 40k app, which will have its own, uh, army builder along with a bunch of other features. So they're nice. going to try and replace Battlescribe. Gonna try and put Battlescribe on the business. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, no, what would be nice is uh, if the Warhammer one, you could build an army, and then like click something and show you which, like what the optimal way to build it is. Like a recommended battle list. Mm-hmm. Like okay, we recommend this, 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 this. That would be nice for new players to get into it. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And it's like, oh, you, you're doing this. It's like, well, if you add this, you can use two box sets or two starter kits and this, this, and this. As much as I would love that to be a thing, I doubt it because if this app is anything like the Citadel Color app, which is designed for painting models, it's going to be bad. The Citadel Color app is so barely usable, which kind of mm. makes me sad because I try to look up certain paints all the time. Jeez. Yeah, but I think what I'm doing is honestly just going, all right, starter kit, all right, I have this, what can I build? Like, build a list, and then kind of work off of that, and it's like, adjust it as I'm making my army. So I have two lists going, and go like, all right, this is the one I'm going for, this is what I currently have. I have that as well. That is literally the same thing I'm currently doing. Everything I have bought like... versus everything I don't have yet. Mm-hmm. And then I, I don't think I've updated my finished list yet to what I currently to include what I currently have. I uh, I know I'm gonna be stupid eventually and get myself a a, a knight Castellan just to have the model. It's kind of like why I uh, I ended up buying some Novigrad cultists because those like are wanting to get a Bane blood just to have a. Oh man, you're dying. It is a bane blade. The bane blade. Yeah. 
No, I'm buying completely out of order, which is I know you shouldn't do. Because I'm buying also, yeah. I'm buying Horus Heresy models because I really like their designs. You're just going, oh, these look good. These look neat. These look neat. These look neat. Pretty much. Where it's like, uh, Hopolites, you can use them. They are, uh, they're an elite unit, so I can technically use them for the meantime. Mm. Yeah. But Novigrad Cultists, you can't use. I literally <laughs> bought them because I like them, and I'm like, hey, these are kind of close enough so I can... I think I could get away with using them as proxy arcoflagulates. <laughs> I still haven't finished putting together my second squad of Scions or the Tarx Prime. Uh, you need to get on that, bud. I need to. I don't think I have any more glue. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to run over to uh, Home have Depot to, I'll have to buy more. Yeah. Because it's coming to the point where I'm buying like super glue and packs of three. Hmm. <laughs> It's like if I get more glue, glue, I'll put them together, and then I'll prime them, and then I'll think about buying another set before I paint them. That's how I am. I'm really. Or or I'll put a put a solid or I'll put a base coat on them. Yeah, I'm really trying to hold off buying any more models until everything gets here because I have like thirty something models in the mail, and I'm just <laughs> buying more. God. Yeah. You have no. A problem. It's okay. I ordered them weeks ago, but since they're coming from Russia. It's taking a while. Oh, from the uh, from that other one they're that using for proxy, yeah. the proxy one, yeah. Yeah, and it's like because I wanted to order from GW, but GW had nothing, and Amazon's uh, Amazon out Amazon's of stock. like not out of stock. Their prices jumped. Oh, probably because they're low on stock. Yes. So, like, things that were, like, normally, like, $44 were now being charged, like, 50 And I'm like, I'm not paying that. Hmm. So, I'm going to order from this sketchy Russian site that a friend recommended. And it's taking forever. <laughs> so, here I am. Because I've ordered, like, 30,000 different, like, Vallejo paints and shit. And, and I have no way to use them unless it's on my uh, 3D printed models. Which I got to... Uh, if it, somebody's thinking about getting into resin printing, it's fantastic. I bought recently purchased the Elegu Mars, and I am I'm a part of a few different patrons now for uh, certain STL sites or STL files. One is uh, purely uh, 40k focused, and the other two are and the other well, yeah, the other one is uh, D and D related. So. I now have a few new Adeptus Mechanicus models I'm going to print, as well as uh, some other fun stuff that I can scare Lewis with on the table. God. I have Say, a few, we, I have a few meme about, model, a few meme, 40k if, meme models I'm going to print. If, if we're talking about using proxies, I have two um, Kinect's uh, Mech Warrior well, that I could are use. Those, are those scale? You got Probably sure not. Scale. Yeah, no, that's the difference. Minor scale and you're not. They, they could probably uh, serve as titans. Oh, God. You know. <laughs> They're the big ones. Jeez. No, what was it? What are the rest of your units? Titan. Yeah, except, you know, the average titan costs 3,000 points. Proxy. Oh, yeah, and you guys only want to do 2,000 points. That's how uh two thousand points. 
Yeah, that's how those battles go quick, is you just throw a super heavy unit in there and go, alright, there's half my points, and a commander, and a fill out this battalion. A couple infantry, a couple commanders, and a titan. And that's so bad. Point games go, you have all the super heavy units, and it takes away all the infantry, and bam, you're just down to whose vehicles are better. It just that the reason so why bad. Derek got a bad taste in his mouth is because we tried doing it online, and half the things didn't load in for me. So I put all my units behind a building. Yeah, it because was I awful. couldn't see the building. It was so bad. Uh, but nevertheless, uh, we're coming around that time though. Thank you very much, oh. guys, for coming out. Uh, now that yep. things are starting to open up, we're probably going to try and focus on getting everybody back in the office again. Uh, yeah. You know, because now Florida's entirely opened up, and we'll see how well that affects everything. Pretty so. much. Well, it's but, op everything's opening up in a limited capacity. Uh, limited right now. So how it works is... All restaurants can op open to like 50% capacity, but outside it really doesn't matter, which which is kind of bad in my opinion, but you know, it'd be like that. So if I get outside, you can space yourself out as you see fit. Yeah, pretty much. Interior's 25, you can have 50% capacity if you have outside seating. Yeah. No, interior's 50% oh capacity now. Oh, yeah. You could fill half the restaurant. Well, anyway. No, they started with 50. Yeah. Uh, anyway, thank you very much, everybody, for coming out. Please stay safe. These are still All scary right. times. Uh, please well, plenty still, of crazy people please who don't feel, know what they're talking about. Yeah, please take all the warnings of corona. It's still very yeah. much there as much as people try to neglect that fact. Uh, try to, you know, not. Yeah, just because things are opening up, please still be safe. Please wear masks. Uh, please social distance or don't go outside yeah because uh it's it's a war zone now that yeah thank you very much everybody we'll uh just just uh, keep quarantining yourself clean uh just to clear up uh we have two cool interviews coming up um somebody from artaslorian is going to be coming on to talk about uh cyberpunk red with us he's going to be coming up soon and then a uh, personal friend of mine, uh, Bradley, he, uh, he is the current media advisor for, uh, what's the company named? I keep on forgetting. Da, 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 da. It, oh, he is the media advisor for Triband. They're the small little indie company which came out with What the Gulf? fun little game go check it out and uh, he'll be coming on to come talk about video games with us and indies and yeah uh, all the stress games. that comes with releasing a small indie title on nintendo switch so oh, oh that sounds so that's gonna be a fun conversation so yeah uh, i know on. one of the, i know one of my friends uh he was in our D, &D group and uh he was a game designer and he got like a indie project and he had to drop from our group so yeah we're uh we're gonna have some fun guys coming on soon so uh look up for yeah. that and we'll see you all later bye see you later